0: what's going on internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast I am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in. For episode 15, we're going to be getting into NBA Youngboy, Reason, Baldur's Gate 3, and Tory Lanez being charged with assault. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, make sure to subscribe... Um... Make sure to share this podcast as this helps to show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that we got the intro out of the way, let's get into the first topic. Okay, getting into the quote of the pod. The quote of the pod for episode 15 is going to be NBA Young Boy. And for those that don't, and for those that are wondering why we're speaking on NBA YoungBoy is because he's came out and said that. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> okay, so reportedly NBA YoungBoy is, is dropping a project sometime di- this month. So that was very surprising for all the NBA YoungBoy fans, and even surprising to me. I thought once he came out with the um album featuring Lil Wayne and Snoop Dogg I thought he was just going to chill out for the rest of the year because I mean what we have like two months left three really if you count this one so it's just interesting to see that he's dropping another well okay so I don't know if I said album but let me correct that that's act- is he's actually thinking about dropping a tape and supposedly this is going to be like a con. Uh, what did he say I think he said Compilation tape Including members of the NBA label I didn't even know he had his own label You know NBA young boy you, You always just find out stuff every Uh time he just wants to speak Because he always goes dark After a while like he'll just do something And then he'll just get tired of social Social media and then you'll never see him again So every time he comes out he just drops A huge not a gem But just drops info that we had no idea So apparently I don't know let me know um if you're listening well of course you're listening i mean if you're hearing me right now but click my link to my bio to message one of my social medias and let me know did you already know the nba young boy, young boy had a label because i'm interested to see how deep people get into nba young boys like business i would say pocket watching but basically just just because you pay attention to someone's business doesn't mean that you're necessarily pocket watching you know so let me know um so do that and message me. Let me know if you already knew he had a label because I had no idea. But anyways, they, um, this information came from academics, of course. You know, Ak is the king of the young um, artists, you know, for some reason, they feel real comfortable talking to him. I say for some reason. And for me, I think it's because they know that Ak is going to be like understand understanding he's not going to be like ebro and have you try to rap on a slow um old school type beat and say if you don't freestyle you can't come interview but anyways that's that's another point for another day so that's why act usually has that type of great uh great relationship with certain young artists so and when i say young i mean like 1920 obviously there's no little kids and not uh in the rap game that's really going crazy like that so he's dropping a comp uh a compilation tape he's also talking about coming back to um instagram because every time he it's funny because he would come out on social media solely to like promote a project or promote something because it's like he would talk to his fans kind of have a heart to heart but at the same time he knows that if he's going to come back to social media it's only going to be because he has an album or something to promote soon and i don't want to compare him to kanye but like that's kind of kanye-ish you know how like kanye always comes to social media when he has something to promote and whenever he doesn't have anything to promote he just stays off of it because it doesn't benefit him and which I don't think NBA Young Boy is as selfish as Kanye, but I mean, how would I know? I don't know, I don't know either of the people. But you know, just trying to put context clues and watching them, because you know, I'm kind of a, I want to say, well I say a student of hip hop? I don't know. I look, I feel like I follow hip hop closer than the average person. <laughs> so yeah of that what you will i think nba will boy will end up dropping a compilation tape because i mean it's the best time to do it you just came out with an album sold over 100k if you actually well i had no idea he had a label but if you actually actually have a label an artist then that would be the best time to put out a tape because it's just like you have all that attention. then you put out a tape with no type of expectation expectations No type of um, promotion. I mean, besides you posting it, of course, it's not going to get the same push as his latest album he just dropped. So the numbers won't be the same, but his fans will most likely not care because they will see because the way he went through academics makes sense. Academics comes out and tells people first, this is a compilation tape like Drake. You know, he drops a mixtape and then he drops the album like he just dropped the little Dark Lanes demo tapes or whatever. And that's not even the album, that's just throwaways. Well, quote unquote, throwaways. Most of them got leaked. But this is NBA Young Boy's tape after he actually just dropped his full album. So if I had to compare it to something, I would say it's like when uh, Drake, I think it's after Drake dropped views, he dropped more life. So it's kind of like what uh, NBA Young Boy's doing, except for having famous artists as guest features. He's going to have artists from his label be, uh, being on that being on there so um i think he actually gave a specific date october 20th so if you're actually looking out for this compilation tape and you if you think this is going to be like a really good album then october 20th is the date for you because i don't really see nba YoungBoy uh bringing too much noise to this compilation tape obviously he wants his artist to do well But you only posting it instead of the label pushing it, because I don't I don't really think the label will have too much to do with this. I think that they will just, you know, see it and just be like, oh, okay, put a little post up and then that's it. Like, I don't think they're going to go too crazy with the promotion like they did for his latest album, because that costs money. And I'm pretty sure. NBA Youngboy can get whatever he wants But there's certain limits And I think he probably met Or exceeded those limits With his latest album Because he definitely sold way more Than people thought he was going to sell But yeah that's all I really have For the NBA Youngboy news I know a lot of people love The NBA Youngboy news Because I I meant to say this At the beginning of the episode But people always ask me For NBA Youngboy like topics Out of nowhere Like it's just crazy Because Usually, my juice world, like my juice world episode, is my. Let me give you a little inside background knowledge. My juice world episode is the highest um listened to episode. I'm um, like in the history of my podcast. This is like second. Like NBA YoungBoy fans go crazy. Like they really want to hear about NBA YoungBoy. So I got like three DMs from Instagram asking, "Hey, talk about the tape." talk about nba young boy and you know just like random stuff and and me you know i was just oh they really want me to talk about it they want me to to talk about it so you know here i am (laughs) talking about it so yeah october 20th he's dropping his compilation tape hopefully he sticks to his word and doesn't make us look crazy uh covering this as news but click my link here in my bio message any one of my social medias let me know what do you think of the compilation tape dropping october 20th and how much do you think it will sell and do sales matter with this project if it does come out so yeah that's all i have for the quarter of the pod and now we're going to switch it up and get into the next topic okay Getting into music. Now, this is something that um, was really not personal, but basically I picked this topic because usually I look at the music music and I try to keep it along with uh, pop culture and pick whoever people's listening to the most. I already know art, people aren't really listening to this artist as as much as um, some of the other music that has dropped, but I listened to it. I liked it. Quote, well, Let's just get into it. So, I'm talking about Reasons' um, new album called New Beginnings. And it's featuring a lot of artists. Um, it's actually... It starts off with... The, the first feature is from Schoolboy Q. But also, I, before I even get to the features, I want to get into like how this album came about. So, basically... I guess one of the heads of TDE went away. So... People was thinking that Kendrick was going to leave TDE because Kendrick and that person who left TDE had a great um, relationship. And he like not oversaw, but like he had some type of involvement with Kendrick's past projects that made it so great. I guess marketing, whatever happened. They say he was a great mind in TDE. He left. People was thinking that Kendrick would follow suit and leave with him. But Kendrick came out and said and shot that down, basically saying that he's going to stay with TD, TD. And these rumors are false, which is interesting because you never hear Kendrick ever. and He decides to come out and speak on this. So it's just one of those things that's real confusing. Like it was so many times for him to come out and speak on certain subjects and topics. But he chose to come out and speak on this one with him leaving TD, which is not really a big deal if he does or if he does end up staying. I don't think it's a big deal for TD. That's probably like the world to them. Like it's like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes leaving. But yeah, so Reason came out with a new album called New Beginnings is available right now. on All DSPs. Back in August 28, uh, 2018, Reason was coming with some music like consistently. And then he said he was going to come out with an album called New Beginnings. People didn't know, really know what the features was going to like be about, but he came out with the track list. And some of the features are like Schoolboy Q, Ab Soul, uh, Vince Staples, J.I.D., um, Rhapsody. Rhapsody has one of the best verses on, on that album. That's like one of probably top three of my favorite verses on the album. When I get through the track, when we get to the track list, I'll tell you like my order of that, but definitely top three. So like I just said, you can listen to the album right now. It's called New Beginnings by Reason. And so let's get into the track list. So basically, I listen to the whole thing. People like people say I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm harsh with my like criticisms, uh, my ratings, but like this is how I rate albums because I really just started doing this. Like I, I don't usually rate our albums, but the way that the music segment is going, it's kind of like a new album that everybody wants to talk about. Uh, what everybody wants to hear about drops every week. So if an uh, album comes out, I'm gonna start giving them scores to try to comp- to try to let the viewers or the listeners know how I stack these albums compared to other to other projects. So I'm just gonna come off and say like this: I'm gonna kill the suspense I, off of the bat. I, I will give this a generous six out of ten. But that's not even like like if you heard the last podcast with my 21 Savage and Bryson Tiller review you could see that I, I rated a Bryson Tiller album an 8 out of 10 and the 21 Savage album a 7 out of 10 and I thought those were great projects in both and I gave them an 8 and 7 so to get to a 9 out of 10 you have to be like near perfect so this is a solid project but it's not on the level of what dropped last week in my opinion so something more it starts off I think, it, I think that was a solid track. Really, I didn't really, um, I said really, like 30 times, but I didn't get into the album too much until show stopped. And that's the song you heard at the beginning of the podcast. And I'm also going to play a little snippet of it because for some reason, every time I try to, you know, put on one of these, not put on, but try to cover one of these artists that's not like pop culture, Because this podcast is about pop culture. They'd be like, it it would be like um, me talking about a huge artist and they have all type of clean or explicit versions. And then you get the reason and it's just like no type of clean versions anywhere to be found. So it was hard to, it was hard to find that. And, but I did find it with Showstop, which is not surprising. I think this was actually a single No, he came out with "Flick It Up" as a single, November thirteenth, twenty nineteen, and then he came out with "Showstop." So, "Showstop" was the second single released on tw- uh, January twenty fourth, twenty twenty, and it was a third single. I think it was. Um, I think it was Pop featuring Schoolboy Q. He was really trying to push these features. Like, imagine having Schoolboy Q and um as your la- like. It, that made me think that the solo attempts may have not been working because showstop is basically featuring Kendrick like if you have that much audio of Kendrick you, you you're paying Kendrick for that so showstop is featuring Kendrick that's a that's where I got invested into the album so the first three songs was solid to me wasn't bad just wasn't didn't jump out at me so number four was when it first started for me. Number five, like I said, it was like the first three, it was okay. Number six is when we get into one of the best verses, I think, on the album. In Rhapsody, he she comes on and just gives a great verse, all type of metaphors, um, triple entendres. It was just a great breakdown of the system while also relating to her being a female. Because she was like, I can show my body through these, well basically i can't break down the words because i'm trying to put in clean versions but if you put in clean versions then you know how people say a cuss word and then use that to flip it in two or three ways so i can't really say what she said but just know that she was rapping (laughs) hence the name rhapsody anyways uh number set track number seven fall it was okay number eight was solid number nine i like that i like that track flick it up featuring abso that was a really good one and then my second favorite song on the track i mean on the album is number is track number 10 called sauce featuring vince staples and i was really wanting to play i was gonna play i like this song so much i was gonna play reasons verse and i was gonna play vince staples verse but you know there's no clean version you know i try to have a pg podcast you know i try my i try my very best (laughs) even though we're talking about hip-hop where people are talking about killing and but you know that's besides the point basically vince staples and, and reason did their thing on this song called sauce definitely my second favorite song on the album maybe my first it, it depends it always switches between show stop and sauce you know it's just so many times i can listen to those choruses which is why i gave the album a six out of ten like none of these songs are just like i have to play every day but if i was going to the album I will start with either sauce or showstop. So, then we get to number eleven, track number eleven, "Extinct," Isaiah Rashad featuring JID. And to me, like it, it didn't really. Um, it was a really great uh, showcase of lyricism in, in bars, but it didn't. I won't say it didn't capture me because I think that would be disrespectful. Because I I always when I listen to Isaiah. Or a J.I.D. rap, I could tell how much work goes into making rhymes like that or just flow patterns or just writing if they write their own lyrics. You know, you never know. You assume, but you never know. Um. So if they wrote that whole thing, that was that was great. Great showcase of lyricism. Number 12, West Side Solid and 1314. They was both solid gossip and windows cry. So that's why I said this album is a six out of ten, because it's not really too many standouts to me. But the standouts to me is showstop stop and um is is show stop and reason. Let's say reason, I meant sauce by reason and Vince Staples. So now nah, it got me messing up the uh, mixing up the tracks and everything. That's how you know that's how you know it's time to go to the next segment. But anyway, so uh, click my link tree in my bio and send me a message on any one of my social medias letting me know what do you think of uh, Reason's album and what do you think of Rhapsody's verse. And do you think that Reason will end up being a well like a household name or do you think he will always be under the shadow of TD? But that's the biggest question I want to ask. And so let me know one of my uh, one of my social medias and just. Yeah, do that. (laughs) So yeah, now we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Okay, getting into gaming. This is kind of out of my comfort. I won't say comfort zone, but basically this is out of my realm. This is not a type of game I would personally play, but this is something that wasn't requested, but it was very uh, prominent in the news when it was first announced. So I'm talking about here. I am talking about it. <laughs> so hopefully, Baldur's Gate three fans will appreciate me trying to tackle this subject. Even though I'm not the most, um, even though I'm not the biggest fan, doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means I've never like, never really crossed my mind to play this game. But, uh, but anyways, the people who are fans of this game, we're gonna, you're gonna get everything out of this segment. You're gonna get info. You're gonna get all type of things that will help you. Um, decide if you want to get it or not get it and we're going to talk about the release date like we're going to talk about everything we're going to get to we're going to get to basically we're going to get to everything so let's get right into it so a lot of people was telling me that this is one of the best rpgs ever which is when somebody ever says like best rpg ever my mind totally goes to mass effect like if if you tell me if it's on the same level as mass effect then i'm gonna give it a try because Mass Effect is one of my favorite games of all time. Like that game has so many options, you can play that game three or four times literally, and find that something new every time. Like not even just like a new like cutscene or something, like a whole new mission. <laughs> so that game is just huge. But basically, this is they say this is one of the best RPGs of all time. Runs off the uh, Infinity engine. And they said that Lauren Studios is adapting the dun- I don't know if y'all heard that car. It was zooming it, it like it was doing a race Anyways Lauren Studios is adapting Dungeons and Dragons Tabletop rules for the next RPG And so I guess they're using some of that in this game But basically um, I'm trying to get this information correct Because I have it right in front of me And I don't want to give Brothers Gate 3 fans The wrong information then they be like it hit me like mad. It'd be like the first time I ever covered this game and the fans just swarm me. But anyways, so this game has been is currently out in early access. People ask when the release date is Um, the early access is what was October 6th. It was already out. People don't know when a full release date is. People are saying it's possibly a 2021 launch date. And so the way I'm doing this, the way I'm breaking this down for people who are like listening and trying to follow along is I'm going through the, the frequently asked questions, basically FAQ. So we're going to hit the top questions um, connected to Baldur's Gate three, and then we're going to get into the rest of it. So basically, uh, can you play in early access? Yes. Like I just said, it came out October 6th. They said this version of the early access is 20 to 25 hours of hours of gameplay. So that's that's interesting i mean it's rpg so but still 20 25 like studios would definitely charge like at least 40 for it, for just that at least um so that's nice that they're giving that type of early access really catering to the fans they say you can pick between six classes you have the uh cleric the fighter the ranger rogue warlock and the wizard now what that means I have no idea but hopefully the fans know what I'm talking about <laughs> so um, and then they have numbers like stats and stuff numbers of characters number of spells and actions They and then uh, one person was asking <clears throat> what classes and races are available at the beginning Hold on, what classes is available okay so they said humans halflings elves are likely to be represented but they said the stories are very much tied to the class at times class is such a this is a, a quote from the senior writer uh adam smith class is such a part of identity in D in a way that it wasn't in dos S two. So basically they're not releasing the full details yet, but they're giving us a little taste of what they're going for with the story. And then that leads right into the next question that somebody had, which is what's the story and setting for Baldur's Gate 3? They say the game follows a new story. So it's not the same old story from previous um, integrations, I think that is that the right word? I don't know. Y'all look that up and let me know. (laughs) I'm just going to keep going with like I said the right word. Anyways they said that the player character and main companions are all infected with the pair so basically telling us the story and the main thing is you have to travel between worlds and and somebody's invading now they are invading something's invading and you're traveling between worlds to like fight them I guess no, not I guess I know that I'm, I'm like reading the the um, statement they gave out because I don't want to give any wrong information then another question was like, which Dungeons and Dragons editions and barters gate three? Like, what is it based on? And they said that this is based off of an interpretation of the fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons rule, rule set. The CEO, Swin v- uh, Vinkey, Vinke explained that some rules and systems don't translate. So they've been working to create an interpretation of the fifth edition. So hopefully that helps out long term fans of the game. If you played the fifth edition, you should know what they're talking about because they're saying that they're going in that type of direction or they're inspired by how that game played out. And another question was, how do custom characters play? And they say similar to Divinity Original Sin 2. Another person asked, what are the trailers for Baldur's Gate 3 and gameplay? Uh, They said you can check out the original cinematic announcement trailer for Baldur's Gate 3. But as far as the other ones, as far as the other ones, you could watch the, the stream during PAX East 2020. and then we get into the Baldur's Gate 3 system requirements and a lot of it was very similar to the next-gen specs but the, these are... P, this is a PC game so obviously it's gonna be like that because PC or PCs are usually... not usually... most of the time 9 times out of 10 they're more powerful than, than the console you can just upgrade parts on a pc like this that's why there's never like no um pc like there's no definitive definitive pc gaming type port you know you can make your own custom pc there's all type of pcs you can make and there's all type of different powerful pcs you can make where whereas with the console you know you either get the ps5 or the ps4 like it's not really too much customization going on that's why pc players always like try to down uh downplay console like events because they're like we've been had this we've been had that feature like the ssd like pc players been had that so you know console just tries to keep up so they don't get completely outshined by pc plus the exclusives help too um they was actually also saying that the the cross saves will be supported So, the, the saves for the transfer for Steam and to Switch, Larian is pulling back a similar trick and they're saying that this time is going to be more expensive, expansive. so that means that the running of cross saves will help players and player saves will be tied to a dedicated Larian account. So, for PC players, that's very uh, important. If you want to play this game, just know that cross saves will be supported and... They say they might not be live by the time the game leaves early access, but it should be sometime in 2020 or beyond, which is weird to say like 2020 or beyond because it's like beyond could be any date they choose. But that's what they gave fans to chew on. So hopefully they are satisfied with that. And then none that was really it. I mean, they, they said... All the other questions are really like specific. Some of the casual like gaming fans or like people who don't even care about Baldur's Gate 3 would be confused by those questions. So I try to cover the ones that are really important and try to cover everything that people really need to like on a need to know basis. Like if I don't have this information, it's gonna completely sway my opinion. So I try to give the biggest information that was helpful to Gate Baldur's Gate 3 fans. So um click my link to my bio message one of my social medias to let me know if i did a good job on covering the overview of this game for pc players like tell me if i did a great job tell me if i uh did a trash job or just you know just let me know if i should never talk about Baldur's gate 3 again <laughs> so yeah um i just try to cover that you know try to step out a little bit and get into a game that i've never really thought about playing myself but yeah now that we're done with that, we're gonna now that we're done with that, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. And for the final segment, we're gonna get into what who used to be my used to be one of my favorite artists, but now it's just one of those that you just look at them and you just see wasted potential. And that is Mr. Daystar aka Toy Lanes. Now the reason I'm talking about Tory Lanez is not because I want to put his name like keep putting his name out there so people don't forget about him. Cuz there's like a good amount of people that listen to this podcast. But anyway, let me not, let me not get too ahead of myself. You know, I appreciate everybody who listens. <laughs> but uh yeah, so it's not cuz I want to keep saying Tory Lanez's name. It's just that I want to cover this to the fullest because I think I covered Megan's side and I think I covered Tory so like I said when I covered the when I gave the day star review I said that there was three sides to each situation there's um, the there's side a the side B and then there's the truth and for this one it looks like the truth is starting to um, rear rear its head is that the same I don't know basically the truth is about to come to the light and only time will tell so what am I saying all this for? Basically, not basically. Officially Toy Lane's was has has been charged with felony assault charge in the Megan the Stallion shooting. Just weeks after Toy Lane's dropped the whole 50 track album saying he was innocent. It wasn't 50 tracks, but come on, it was a lot of tracks. Like I think it was like 14, 21. It was a lot. It was too many. So the L.A. County D.A.'s office hit him with one count of assault with a semi-automatic firearm and one count of carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in the vehicle. The D.A. also alleges Tory inflicted great bodily injury. So those are a lot of accusations, so. Because of those because of that being such a serious allegation or accusation, whatever the word is, the rapper slash singer is facing up to 22 years plus eight months in prison. Prosecutors had already said that they was like thinking over how to uh, charge a felony with a, a felony assault with a firearm against Tory after Megan said that Tory shot her back in July. Well, I don't know if she said Tori shot her, but basically she said she was shot back in July. Tori was arrested for the gun charge, but was released on bail, I believe. But now the prosecutors believe that Tori was the, the guy who pulled the trigger. So, Megan did take some time before she came out and accused Tori, which confused everybody. I mean... Imagine somebody shooting you. You get out the car and try to still protect them. Like you just act like you stepped on broken gra- glass. Like like what she did. So I guess I don't know what happened. She finally had enough and just came out and said that Tori shot uh, shot her. And I think if she would have did it right away when the um, cops came out, then it would be more believable. But because she waited so long to say Tori shot her, that's why there's... A small amount of uh, people who are non believers. Now, as far as me, I always sit back and I don't take no type of sides. Like, I just sit back and let the truth reveal itself. But all I can say is it's not looking good at all for Tori. So, what we know now is uh, Tori is actually saying it's, or he's saying his album that was an accidental shooting. Well, no, he didn't say that in his album. What are they saying? Okay, people believe Toy's going to come come out and say that it was an accidental shooting. Because in this album, all he was saying was it didn't go down like that. He didn't say that he didn't shoot her. He didn't say that my friend got shot and why y'all blaming this on me? He said that stop lying and, you know, that situation didn't happen like that. So he basically sounded like he did it, but he just, just trying to skew the truth and, and try to go around the truth to get out of going to jail or get out of ruining his image his public image i don't really know how tory can actually come out with it uh come out and win this because like i said the only things that tory could say was he didn't do it which he didn't say that he just said that he would he would never let it basically he said a lot of stuff in this album which you know if you really didn't do it you would have if I okay, like, like you have to put yourself in Tory's shoes. Like if you was with a female and a friend, her friend gets mad because she finds out you was with Megan, and Megan is her best friend. So now they're both fighting. Whatever, whatever happens. If they if if the news come out that they're starting to say that you did it, like you purposely shot her, I would be the like like IG live or what's the what's the IG you get the. You know, you get the notification. I uh, so and so when I uh, just went live, that notification couldn't pop up quick enough on y'all phones. If, if it was me in that situation, I'd be coming out quick, saying I didn't do it and all that. Like I know there's legalities and stuff, but obviously they got video. I mean, they've said they've had video. They're just holding on. Somebody's holding on to it. And if you're like the thing about being like a law-abiding citizen is, <laughs> is that. If something happens, you, you hope there's footage. <laughs> like, yeah, I hope I hope there's a video in 4K of what happened because I didn't do it, you know? And with Tori, I believe he's just waiting and seeing if they... Ooh, do they have enough evidence? Do they have enough evidence to prove this? You know, like, I knew he was waiting for if they had enough evidence when he said on one track, if you had your back turned to me, how can you identify me? I was like, yeah, this man did it. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I was thinking. There's no way... That's going through your mind if you are actually not the shooter. If you had your back turned, to me how can you identify me? Like what type of what type of serial killer type lyrics is that? <laughs> what type of Freddy Cougar Jason type lyrics are that? Like, like is that? Like that's crazy. Um. So yeah, the, the video came out with her walking, limping out of the car, but the video. One of the people that I, I follow closely said that there's a full video. And you may be like, why you believe him? But, but it's because he broke other stuff that, be, like, once people didn't believe him and turned out to be true. So I actually believe there's a full video. hasn't Like, it actually happened. It happened in a good part. Um, I forget the name of it, but it was a nice neighborhood. Like, they have cameras around there. Like, there's no type of way. There's no way that something like that could happen in that type of neighborhood. It's like. Think of the nicest neighborhood in your city. You don't think they have cameras all around, waiting for something to pop off so they can charge somebody and get them out of that neighborhood? Like it's not—it's it's that type of neighborhood, and they're not really—they're um, not gonna let this slide. Somebody's getting charged and somebody's getting um, convicted. But you know, Tori's gonna say it's—it's it's, it's not him, and that's really the only thing he can do to save his own—you um, know. So basically, Megan doesn't really need to do too much. Doesn't really need to say too much. I believe that if if Megan comes out and, and says like, um, "I was just playing," no, she definitely can't say that. If she comes out and say, "I may have uh, misspoke about Tory shooting me," it may could have been somebody else. Then like her credibility, her credibility just goes straight out the window. But if she comes out and it just says, um, doubles down on the story and tory actually gets convicted because that's the main thing tory's like tory you know he, he went away after he dropped his album which is, is weird in itself he only addressed like rick ross uh, you know tory's doing everything the wrong way i don't really think tory has too many people in this circle that cares for him because they're letting him destroy himself basically so if tory like gets convicted or if tory ends up yeah if Tory gets convicted then it's, it's just over for him like it's, it's basically like yeah that's it like we we try to give you we didn't even try like we we halfway one third one fourth one tenth of, of a way listen to the album me I listen to the whole thing you know I thought he was gonna say something like stuff like he didn't like if he would have came out and said he didn't do it you know how like different that would be he basically came out and said the situation didn't go down like that like how did it go then you know and then he just goes on talk about he got the so much money he's staying on his thighs in heaven you know so i'm just like yeah bro you did it so you know uh i would say like you know megan definitely needs prayers you know um helping megan out needs to be the main priority priority and that's basically what rock nation is doing i mean you know she's managed by them which is why Tory Lanez was kind of aiming at them a little bit and talking about only people, the only people coming uh, coming for me is the people from Rock Nation, and it's just like like if if you didn't shoot her, then why would they? You know, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. So it, basically, I laid out the facts. Tory Lanez charged with assault. I don't know when the trial is. That, that's probably what you guys want to know, like when there's a trial and stuff, and when is it actually gonna go? And somebody be convicted, but as far as like the the um the charges, we we know what the charges are now. Like Tory's been officially charged, so they think he did it, and I believe that they will have enough proof to convict him. And how many years he would get? I I'm really I can't. I'm a law-abiding citizen, so I never think about jail time or how much you can get for this crime or that crime. So whatever he gets is whatever he gets, and you know he did it. You know what they say You do the crime You do the time That's that's gonna be a, The cliche That's gonna Ruin Not ruin But like he, He's gonna have to Follow by So That's all I really have For the podcast Well that's all I really have For the Tory Lanez Being charged with assault I wanted to get my, my Opinion on it Cause I don't think It would've been fair To not cover the truth When I covered They Star's album So Yeah Switching it up We're gonna recap The topics For the podcast just to run run back over to what we talked about. So if y'all forgot or y'all want to go back to it and listen, you know, whatever. So quarter of the pod. Oh, and also I forgot to say. Click my link tree in my bio and then message me on one of my social medias and let me know. Do you think Tori is innocent? Yes or no? I already mostly know what the answers are gonna be, but you know, I still like to. I still like to see people like DM me like it's just like it's just nice to see that people who listen to it actually take the time out to click the link tree click like IG or Twitter and then click the DM button like it's just it's just interesting like people take the time out to do that and I always I always respond like I'm not one of those you know you get famous people you know they have DM DMs is full like I get like two to three max like a week but I still appreciate those two to three so yeah let me know you think Toy is innocent or not also, okay, getting back into the recap of the pod, uh, episode 15. So for the quarter of the pod, we had NBA Youngboy supposedly dropping an album in October 20th. A compilation tape. I keep saying album. Compilation tape. October 20th. Then we got into the music section where I gave Reason's new album, New Beginnings, a score of 6 out of 10, which is not bad. Hopefully people don't take that score the wrong way. It's just okay. Okay. And then getting into the gaming segment, we talked about Baldur's Gate 3. Well, I tried my best to satisfy Baldur's Gate 3 fans by stepping out of my comfort zone and uh, talking about something that I'm not as familiar with. But I tried to do a good job. And as I said, you you guys can click my link tree. Y'all should know how to do it by now. And let me know if I did good or not. And um, pop culture. We ended with Tory Lanez being charged with assault. Because, you know, of course, I want to cover the truth as well as cover each side of the stories. And I've already covered each side of the story. Now it's time for the truth to come out and only time will tell. So, yeah, that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. Don't be afraid to send me a voice message on Anchor, letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest and greatest activities. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps your show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.